in our readings today. All of our readings have a very strong gospel focus. They talk about how we are God's treasure, how special and important we are to our Heavenly Father, that He spared no expense to make us His own children, that He freed us from the bondage of slavery, that He redeemed us, that He gives to us eternal life, and that there is nothing, there is no one that can ever separate us from that love that God has for us. In our Old Testament reading today, we go back to the book of Deuteronomy, where we see that God makes this pledge to the children of Israel whom he has freed from Egypt, from the slavery that they experienced under Pharaoh. And even after that generation proved unfaithful, nevertheless, God proclaims that promise once more for that new generation about to enter the promised land. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 6 through 9. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your forefathers that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. This is the word of our Lord. In our epistle reading from Romans 8, we hear this same love of God being stressed. Here, the focus is that we are His, and nothing will ever take us away from Him. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. For those God foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to this? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Christ Jesus, who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, 
neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of our Lord. The Holy Gospel now according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Once again, we hear Jesus tell some parables about the kingdom of God. And in the particular parables that Jesus tells here, it's a little bit open to interpretation as he talks about this great treasure, whether the treasure is the gospel that we are supposed to give everything for, or whether we ourselves are the treasure that Jesus laid down his life in order to purchase. Now, of those two readings, it's obviously the second reading, the second interpretation that, that is the, the gospel, that is the primary message that Jesus came to deliver. But it is only because that is the message of the gospel that that first reading, that Jesus and his kingdom is so valuable that we should be willing to lay down everything will finally make sense. In other words, those two readings kind of go together hand in hand, as long as you understand Jesus as the one who first showed love, who first laid down his life for you and for me. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was laid, laid, let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house, who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. 